Hello and welcome to Savanting the Idiot. I'm your host, Sensational Sense, and usually I have a host with me, if you're familiar with our first season, but um, this second season is starting out kind of rocky, so, you know, hosts are deciding if they want to be, I mean, co-hosts are deciding if they want to be my co-host or not, or, uh, you know, in between hosts, long story short, but I have a special guest today with me, which happens to be my first female guest. Um, her name's Kristen. It's unique because she actually grew up in hood with us. And, you know, you hear us talking and you hear me talking and reminiscing with my brothers and stuff like that. So now you actually get to have like a, a, a female perspective and a witness to us, you know, in Carroll City, which was more specifically, it was called Royal Country where we were um, growing up and, and fellowshipping and ha we had this whole clique going on. And Kristen, welcome, Kristen. Hello. Hello, Kristen. <laughs> How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm all right. So as far as Kristen goes, she was the little sister of her older brothers that we used to hang out with and do crazy shit, like drive cars through crate and crates right in the front of <laughs> Right in front of her house, and her dad was incredibly cool, cool about it. Her parents in general, but um, uh, do you remember that at all, Kristen? I've heard stories. Oh, yeah, you've heard stories. So you don't, you weren't out there that night when Alex and, and your brother <laughs> were in the stupid Geo Metro <laughs> and oh setting up all these crates, and they just thought it would be cool to like drive through it. And and those were the days before. Um, cell phones and recording. So the stupid shit that we were doing back then. There's no proof. Exactly. You get what <laughs> I'm saying. It's like back then we just did it to di to do it. We just didn't do it because oh we're gonna post this on YouTube tomorrow or on TikTok and we'll be famous. So I mean we used to do a, a bunch of stupid shit. But uh, well, missed to the your show. opportunity. <laughs> or we were a little ahead of the curve or before our time, and which anybody could say that about anything. But yeah, so um, welcome to the show, Kristen. <laughs> I know. It's, Thanks. Uh, yeah, so um, I understand you have your own uh, thing that you do. You have your own podcast. Um, I do, but it's been on a very long hiatus. Okay, so you're. Uh, what season would you say that you're on? It was no, it wasn't. It wasn't anything like that. We just used to uh, review like. TV shows that we watched and I started doing something with a friend of mine who lives in LA. We were, um, it was supposed to be something like a mental health, like talking about anxiety and stuff like okay. that. So, but we just, we started it and then both of us have anxiety. So it kind of just ended on the first one. <laughs> well, I get that. It's on I a mean, break. Well, that's good. That's cool and good. Uh, what was the name of it? I mean, or I should I say was or what is the name of that? I mean, as far as that goes, it's called Two Cups of Coffee. Two Cups of Coffee. OK, so if that doesn't it's not like that's the remedy for anxiety and just it spikes you up more. It's like, let's it's talk. funny. It's funny, though, because that's what it's called. But I don't even drink coffee. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, I, no, I don't. I got that in common. I mean, I was never a co coffee drinker. And, uh, you know, when you're a kid, you're watching all the adults and your parents drinking coffee. And you're like, oh, you know, are you going to drink some coffee? Or are you going to start that habit or whatever? 
but I was never one that, that, that felt like I needed coffee to boost me because as you know, you grew up around us and stuff like that. I was always ADHD and hyperactive. Yes, anyways. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. It's funny for me, I've always liked the smell of coffee, but then I taste it and it doesn't taste how it smells. So I'm like, I don't like this. And you're absolutely right. Like I, the smell of coffee is undeniable. You could smell that. And and for people like, I guess I'm going to say like us, I dare say, because I, I'm relating to you in the moment. But yeah, you smell that and it's enough to like wake you up. It's enough to make you feel a certain way, but you don't feel like, oh, and I smelled it. Now I need to drink it. It's like the, the exactly. smell enough is enough to like wake you up and get you going. And, and it's a pleasant smell. But it's not something that you feel like, oh, I, you know, these people that they say, don't talk to me unless until I, I have my coffee. Exactly. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, never... you're just miserable. Can you just wake up in a good mood, please? Yeah. Like, just don't talk to me unless I've had my coffee. If you don't <laughs> if I'm up <laughs> and you don't see me taking my first sip, do not even think about talking. But the <laughs> point is, like most people you know, can relate to that. They, everybody feels like that. So it's good to be on, on the other side, you know, and, and be a person that, that can, but can't relate. Like we totally understand. We get it. We grew up with, with the majority of you people that can't function without coffee and we can appreciate the smell. But when it comes to having to drink it to function, you know, that's you just don't need to do it. So I get it. Exactly. Cool. 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 So, I mean, your two older brothers, you, I mean, I know their names, but why don't you introduce your two older brothers, which are very good friends of mine that I grew up with. As a matter of fact, I haven't touched base with them in a while, but you know that. that uh, so talk to me about your brothers. Uh, why? <laughs> like, I thought this, I thought you were talking about me. <laughs> now we're going to go to my brothers. You mean you want me to name them? Yeah, but just. Screw those guys. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you know what I remember <laughs> about your older brother? It's like that it wasn't a was it a Pacer? No, it wasn't a Pacer. It was a Honda. He had a Honda Civic. And and he was still mysterious cuz he had that fucking beard, you know, and and, <laughs> and he had long hair at the time. And we used to hang out with, with your younger brother and shoot basketball, you know, and stuff like that, but but he was still he was still like mysterious at the time. And he still was like, I don't know I, if I had described he was like a little bit socially withdrawn because he couldn't figure out, the, you know, the click as far as me, Danny, Alex, Manny and everybody else. And of course, that added up to, you know, more people around the click. But um, mm -hmm. but yeah, he was reluctant at first wouldn't you say. And he's still like that. <laughs> you know what? No, what I think the problem is, is, okay, my older brother is Mike. The younger brother, well, youngest older brother is Steve. Yeah, well, you're, Steve, they're both your own. I didn't mean to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, they're but both to, older. To be clear, you're the youngest. And yes, those are your older I'm the baby. brothers. And I was yes. just trying to get you to name them. Of course, I know their names, but I was just trying to get you to name Mike and Steve or whatever, yes. you know, get into the flow of it. But as far as Mike, it's like Mike was always the rocker type dude, which yes. of course, 
the, it, we're in an urban setting. We're in the middle of Carroll City, and everybody yeah. else is like into rap and thugged out and all that. So I can understand that Mike felt like he was a little bit, you know, disconnected, and he didn't fully connect with us and then get it. But he, eventually, he did. Eventually, Mike was hanging out with everybody else, and he was like, "Oh man, these thugs are all right." <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think what the issue is is that Steve has this personality he's very like not loud like vocally but he has a loud personality so he's always the jokester and yeah, whatever outgoing. so i think yeah so mike is a little bit more like reserved or whatever so i think he's he more of the introvert more. of the family yeah. yeah and i'm both yeah, of course. And, and yeah, I mean, you being the little sister and obs- observing and absorbing the whole environment that's going on around you. And we're all hanging out in front of your house and shit. You're, you realize that you, your dad was gracious enough to be. But that, that just shows how great your dad was because he could appreciate. He was like, you know what? This might seem chaotic right now, and I might not understand all these young kids and all the dumb shit that they're doing, but I'd rather them be hanging out in front of my house than being out, you know, somewhere else. Exactly. You know, as a parent now, I can understand and appreciate that. But that was your dad's attitude where he was so cool that he put up with our shit because he's like saying, at least, you know, there's nothing that they're doing that I don't know what they're up to. Fuck. I can hear every word they're saying (laughs) (laughs) right outside the house. So your dad was very uh, enlightened. And I say your parents in general, because you man, I I appreciate your your parents and I think your parents were were very cool and understanding and you know hip kind of parents and i say that because like i said your your house became the 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 spot exactly (laughs) all the thugs everybody was hanging out on your lawn and across the Mm -hmm. street and in the park everybody was just hanging out there and that was the, the the place to hang out so from your perspective, looking out and, and, and absorbing all that, what were, what, what were your thoughts as, as a young, you know, young and growing up in that environment? I mean, I didn't really know, like, the deep shit that was going on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. everybody was just like my big brothers. Okay. So, I mean, I never, I always heard, like, you know, all the, gang stuff not that you guys were into that stuff but you know you guys were all friends with people exactly and it was going on nonetheless it wasn't something that wasn't happening yeah so it's like i always heard that stuff but i didn't really understand it at the time because i was so young but it's like it's funny because i was talking to someone about that recently like there was somebody somebody that was in one of those gangs they showed up at my middle school one day uh-huh. And I was like, oh, everybody thought I was like the coolest little shithead in middle school because I was like, <laughs> it like stepped in. you up in street cred almost yeah. instantaneously. <laughs> yeah, and I was a little nerd. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I know this guy. He's in a gang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was also telling somebody the other day because you guys all used to play manhunt. Yeah. <laughs> around okay. the neighborhood. Yeah, take us, and I'm like, take us back. I wanted to play. Because I'm like, what? they're playing a game. I want to play. <laughs> and I'm like, somebody, I don't know who it was. They were like, okay, just sit right here. 
So they had me sit like behind somebody's house. It was on like a one of the big AC things. They're like, just sit right here. So I'm sitting there this whole time thinking I'm playing. Nobody was trying to find me. Everybody Aww. was just playing. But it's like everybody but knew at least I you was. felt engaged. You were like, I'm finally in yeah. this. I'm finally in with these niggas. I'm, I'm playing the game. We're doing this. Oh my God. And you're sitting on I, AC. It's wondering. Yeah. <laughs> sitting behind someone's house like, I'm playing manhunt. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's good stuff as far as that goes. So you're actually an eyewitness as to some of the goings on around uh, Royal Country when we were coming up and stuff like that. If you had like a crazy story that you can remember as far as that you witnessed or heard about, you know, between all of the shenanigans that used to go around, what what, what do you think would be your craziest story? Oh, my God. I don't even know. Okay. I've heard so many stories from my brothers, yeah, but, but I'm like, you know, they're my brothers. Well, what's so your favorite story? I mean, or not favorite, but the one that sticks out most in your mind. Oh, my God. I don't. I, well, I don't mean to put spot, you on the spot. Exactly. I'm not memory. trying to put you on the spot. <laughs> I was like, I was hoping that you just spit it out and you're like, oh, yeah. But that's all good, too. It's it's all fine. It's all fine. And, and stuff like that as far as yeah, just moving along like to say like that's what i had in common with mike because mike was the rocker and and i don't know how far he was into you know urban hip-hop and this and that before he actually started you know warming up to the click that was hanging outside <laughs> with steve and steve was just a fish to water you know very comfortable and stuff like that you know, so it took As a little always. while. Yeah, so it took a little while for Mike to to finally come out of his come out of his shell, so to speak. But um, so when you're observing that whole thing, and not to say that we have to stick to music in general, but as far as the music in the environment, what was the predominant music that was going on? Or that you could appreciate or that you were turned on to or that, you know, you were drawn to or was there was there any like uh, pivotal musical moments as far as that whole, <laughs> you know, hanging out in front of your house and stuff going on here and there and there and there? The thing with me is uh -huh. since I had my two brothers who were very different, uh -huh. I had... Mike introducing me to like the rock side. Steve was always into the the rap and you know the hip hop stuff, scene. and I just absorbed everything. So I just I listened to everything. Yeah. I'm I'm a self proclaimed music addict. <laughs> so that's awesome. I I grew up listening to every kind of music, and I mean. At that time, God, I don't know what was that early nineties. Yeah, where that you're talking about like ninety three, yeah, or you know from early nineties to you know to maybe ninety five. Because of course, that time to me, I, I can't speak for you, but for me, it was like time slowed down when we used to hang out. 
you know, and we were all in that click that seemed mm-hmm. almost like an eternity, like it, time slowed down. And I, I had no idea. I mean, I, I appreciate it now, but I, I had no idea that, you know, time, that good times like that, they're not eternal and you need to, you know, grab them while they're happening. Cause yeah. for us, it was just life. We, we didn't think mm-hmm. about, we weren't thinking, Oh, this is the moment that I'm going to treasure, you know, and take, <laughs> you know, Ex- you know, you know what I mean, but it, yeah, it wasn't something that we were thinking that, that you know, it's it to us, we were just living day to day, hanging out on the street like mm-hmm. many people did, uh, you know, at any time. Uh, but yeah. it wasn't something that, you know, I was thinking, oh, man, I'm going to, you know, one day I'm going to look back on this and, and, and want to go visit because a lot of times people regret, not regret, but a lot of times they peak in high school and they're always like, oh, you know, high school are the best days of my life and stuff like that. But, you know, <laughs> it's ironic. It, it, to me, it wasn't high school. It was that um, that time that I spent in, in in Royal Country, in in the middle of Carroll City and Miami Lakes and, and, and all that. It was it was it, it, it was a time like no other in my life. Just me personally. So yeah. and then you were a part of that, you know, by proxy. You know, you happen to be the little s- s- sister of some of my best friends, and mm-hmm. hence our history and why you're, you know, actually the first female guest on the show. But you know, you know, because I'm awesome. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you funny know. too because I mean I, because you guys were older than I was, but of course. I always hung out with. Your brothers. Yeah. Because they Zed, were closer to my age. Adam, Dias. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the, uh, yeah. You got any stories about my little brothers? As Adam's been on this show like twice. Zeb's been on once. And Dias is like a ghost. He's like, he's just sitting back and just observing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Has he not been on at all? No, he has not. What a punk. You know what? What's Say it again. That? No, he needs what to hear a that. Punk. So you hear that, Ty? Kristen says you're a punk ass motherfucker. Oh my god, I didn't. <laughs> no, oh I'm god. putting words in your mouth. I you... thought it. Yeah. Does that count? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true. It's like, what? Why is he so reluctant to come on the show? It's for it, real. Yeah, Wasn't for real. he into music? You know, he thought he was the the rapper of our generation. You know, he was like he was the rapper, and I'll give him, I'll give him, <laughs> I'll give him points for that because he was decent. You know, I'm not gonna say he wasn't. You know, he had come up on some rap skills, but Adam was trying to rap too. You know, we would all get on the corner, and we were all had these delusions of grandeur where we were gonna be the next Tribe Cod Quest or whatever rap <laughs> group, and we were like, you know, fucking spitting out freestyle shit and all that. So, oh my uh, god, yeah, those were some, those were days. <laughs> You know what I always remember about you guys? What? Well, I don't know if it was you, but I know it was with at least Adam and Matthias. All right. Walking around the neighborhood with no shoes. <laughs> always. Barefooted, <laughs> mogul-y ass motherfuckers that they were. I was like, how are you not getting like glass in your feet? <laughs> like, we're in the hood. You need to put some shoes on. 
that that was a weird thing about our family in general. Like we were like so barbaric. Like we'd be <laughs> outside in just shorts, no shirts, no shoes. And oh like, how are you a gangster with no shoes and no <laughs> shirt on, motherfucker? Like, what click are you claiming? Oh I'm clicking uh, Mowgli from from the Jungle Book. <laughs> That's my click. <laughs> oh no. But that's funny that you remember that. And and it's true. Like, looking back, I was like, yeah, man, we were some barbaric people. Like, we would fucking barely wear any clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And we felt natural, too. We did. There, the funny thing is that we nothing, like, clicked in our head and said, look around you. Everybody has shoes, shirts. For real. Nobody gave us shit. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but the, and then they got used to it. It was like, yeah, that's just... That's just them, you know. They, they, that's they do them. We do us or whatever. Those Taurus boys. Yeah, exactly. It was fucking weird, and I forgot about that. But you're absolutely right. We'd fucking be walking around like Jungle Book in that motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god. And and then even to our animals. I don't know if you remember my little Shih Tzu Levi. I say little, but he was like big compared to other Shih Tzus. And and Levi, he used to think that he owned whatever. Remember how eventually we spread out. It's funny because in rural country, for anybody that doesn't know, that's like a a, a a double wide trader. It's like the it's the classy mobile homes. It's like the mansion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of it's, the mobile homes. <laughs> <laughs> we had a we had our own little pool, community pool, and all this. So yeah, the, the, you couldn't tell when you got in our mobile homes. You couldn't tell that from a regular house. You know, it had three bedrooms, two baths big space and all that and that's what what we were you know growing up in but as as far as things go you know and as far as we went we didn't that didn't register anything in our heads we didn't have any prejudice saying oh we're this or that you know there was royal, royal country and then there was honey hill down the street so there uh -huh. was uh, and now now you have rivalry between <laughs> Between the double wide and the single, <laughs> exactly. It was like, Motherfucker, <laughs> you coming from the single? <laughs> oh my god, you can't be fucking with us. We're we're high class, we got double wides up in this motherfucker. <laughs> oh no, oh shit. But yeah, but you're right. I mean, it was it was just a crazy ass time in general. And I remember when I got there from like Homestead. And 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 I was in between because like Homestead, it was the same thing. You have this thugged out neighborhood and this and that and that. But I was like into rock, just like your brother Mike. But I was in between. And then Alex was more a, of a chameleon because he would hide that shit. Like he would adjust to his surroundings. He was like, you know what? <laughs> you know, now is not the time to be representing that rock shit, you know, and he, he wouldn't. <laughs> so that was the distinction between me and Alex, you know, and I came over there with my fucking long hair and, and, and shit and, and, and representing rocker, but it didn't matter. You know, it's like the, the, the whole click was still receptive. It was mm -hmm. still a great time. And, 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 and the parties, I, did you ever go to any of those, you know, hood parties that we used to go to? I or did you always feel like you were left out? Because I know that there was a bunch of you know, house parties that used to go on. And we used to love doing that. And we would have, we would go to the ones we were invited to. And then at the same time we would crash 
fucking parties <laughs> with our dumb asses. And then it's a miracle we wouldn't get shot, you know, because we were Mm-mm. crashing fucking parties left and right. But we didn't mean any malice or harm by it. We were just looking for a, a fun time. I just don't know, or I, 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 I should say I don't remember if you if you crashed any of those parties later on down the no, line. No, I think I was I think I was too young for yeah, that. Yeah, you were still too young. Yeah, well, it's all good. You just had to look at everybody else from your young eyes <laughs> and watch us all do our 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 silly ass shit. I was too busy trying to sneak out to go hang out with your brothers. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. So, did you ever fun, have a crush fun times. on on any of them? Come on. Uh, you know the answer to that. I'm going to say yes, but I'm not going to say that I know this particular crush, but just by your... your, your I know your... you I know you definitely know who it was. You, all you little girls were hung up on Thais, huh? What, what, what was it about <laughs> Matthias, man? Come on. Yeah, and, and that's funny because we're, we're all saying that the punk-ass motherfucker doesn't want to show up to the show. What, what, what was it about Thais? That's where... probably why. Because <laughs> he's like that. <laughs> he just says, like, nigga, I'm too good to no. even go on this yeah, show. Yeah, right? Or, or, or the talk girls to like the bad boys. Yeah. So, so Thais represented the fucking bad boys. Okay, okay, all right. No, I, I won't argue That's there. fucking ridiculous. And <laughs> and then you were good friends with Jessica, and he was, you know, Jessica was his, his main squeeze back then, I guess. Yep. But um, I guess you were just like... Yeah, that envious. was awkward. Yeah, I was going to say, the envious best friend, and just because it would tell you shit, and you'd be like, yeah, yeah. You, I, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth, but I'm only trying no, to guess you know, what that... Let me tell you, let me what, tell how you that about would that. Go. Okay. This is this is what happened. Okay. But I don't know for sure because I only know my side. All right. All right. I didn't know about Jessica. I didn't even know who she was. So I had a little crush on Matthias for a long time. And there were times where like I was getting those vibes back. But then I started seeing Jessica and I was like, okay, something. <laughs> Something's not right there. <laughs> and like I feel a tremor in the, in the force. This is. But then, this. but then we became like best friends. Like you couldn't take us away. Yeah, from I each remember. Other. That's why I mentioned it. That's why I say. It. I mean, you and Jessica became very good friends. Yeah. I remember that. So. Uh, and and I then I ended up liking her cousin, which. Aldo Disno. Yeah. Disno. Do you not? You don't remember oh. that. No, well, I I just mentioned Disno, her little brother, but and to set the record straight, I am the grand master of nicknames, and I named him Dizzy Nose, and then from Dizzy Nose, it it evolved to Disno, which is his real name is Aldo, but yeah, Disno, that we all everybody knows him by Disno, but I'll take the credit for for for, <laughs> for that nickname. <laughs> But yeah, congratulations. So, yeah, thank you, thank you. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> so Disno, did you guys? I mean, as far as um, how far did you go in that progression as far as relationship? Uh, yeah, zero. <laughs> okay, uh, I remember Disno and Thais and Adam. They all used to hang out, and I don't know if you remember. But when they got into the dirt bikes and mini bikes and stuff like that, you know, and and uh, Disno was driving a mini bike, uh, 
And Matthias was on the back of it, right? And of course, oh they're going full fucking retard. They're zipping in and out of the neighborhood and they crashed. And then fucking, and, and, and Thias was out of it. He's like, dog, where'd my helmet go? And, and Disno's like, you weren't wearing a helmet, fool. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was funnier what a at bunch the time. Of dummies. Yeah. I mean, that shit, we all were at that time. I know. Yeah. So, and then, um, your next door neighbor, um, shit. What was her name? Shayna. Yeah, the uh, you had uh, was no, it wasn't Shayna. It was it, um. Oh, Eileen. Eileen and her little sister and stuff like that. And I remember Eileen. Wait, no, Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Eileen <laughs> was her little sister. It was Jocelyn and Eileen. Thank you for for dragging up that memory. But uh, <laughs> there, there, there's, it stands out like, you know, all the kids used to hang out outside of her house and stuff like that. And and I remember um, one of the one of the, it was my brother or one of your brothers gave <laughs> Jocelyn a lollipop in the shape. Oh, my of God. I know this story. Obscene. <laughs> so tell it if you remember it. Do you no, it? I don't know. You tell it because <laughs> you were involved in it. I, I was involved I in it. Now you're now you're implicating I me. I I did not gift her the lollipop or whatever. It was like it was. <laughs> it was Wait, one what of was my the story. No, her dad and, found it, right? Yeah, it was. It, yeah, no, <laughs> she was actually eating the fucking thing or licking on it or whatever, and then they're like. And he takes the fucking thing and he just throws it out. It's like, not my daughter or something like that. It was just, <laughs> it was just retarded. But anyway, I, I was hoping you remembered more than I did. But I remember some of it. when Somebody Joss- was talking about that the other day. And I don't remember wh- which of my brothers was talking about it. Oh, okay. See? So, uh, yeah. But that, that was a, another funny memory trapped in, in my mind where somebody gives them. And I've seen like lollipop, lollipop. And, of course, and of course she's just, you know, she's just looking at it as a regular lollipop. And then her dad comes out, you know, and, and it's all serious. He's like, no, not my daughter takes it out of her hand, throws it on the floor. To be and, fair, my dad probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, I mean. Of course, but we always he looked probably at would you. would have given it back and said, you suck on this, bitch. <laughs> But yeah, but but everybody always looked at you like little sister, and we always like watched out for you, and stuff like that. Not to, to say that 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 my younger brothers weren't looking at you in that light, and of course you wanted Matthias to look at you in that light. But uh, but to reel it in, you know, as far as you know, it was the the older cats, which was me and Alex. Well, you know the the generation X. But then at the same time, I don't even know. I guess you guys are a younger generation. Generation Wait, it's X. funny. It's funny because I I also had a little crush on Alex. Oh shit. <laughs> well, but I see mean. that he, to me at that time he was old. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, it's still to this day he's still old. We're he's all, still old. Yeah. Now I'm not ironic. old. I don't know about you, of but of course I'm not. <laughs> you're like I don't know what you <laughs> categorize yourself as. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I don't not age. fucking old. I don't know what you're talking about. No. Well, you hear my voice. Do you, I, I, I beg to think that I 
have some youthfulness left in my voice, but I get it. It's like, you know, I, I remember going to high school or or whatever and having crush crushes on, well, I, I might say crush because at the, I, I look at the news and you know how you see these women that are getting in trouble that happen to be like teachers of of younger dudes in junior mm -hmm. high and high school and whatever. Yep. And you know that this is a later type of fad. It wasn't when we were jits. But at the time, I, man, every teacher that I had looked like fucking dirt. They look ancient. And it was <laughs> nothing that I could fantasize over. It's like, oh, man, these teachers have been teaching since the, the, the 19th century, you know, <laughs> 2001 and all of that. So I didn't have a, a lot of options to fantasize over a teacher. But, you know, I would have those. Uh, uh, you know, everybody does. If you're, it doesn't matter if you're a younger, you know, a, a female or a younger male, you know, you still have desires and needs and all that. So you have your little fantasies. So of course, you know, I didn't have the privilege of fantasizing over a lot of teachers because there just wasn't that a variety of young teachers <laughs> to fantasize over. But you know, I, I, every time I see on the news and you see this young teacher, she's like 23 years old and she looks like, you know, uh, has everything going for her and and you hear oh yeah they're getting she's getting accused for imposing her alternate desires on a younger dude he might be 15 14 or whatever and then mm -hmm. then she gets in trouble i'm like where were those teachers when i was that age <laughs> Because, fuck, I, I would keep my lips sealed. That There'd be no way that there would be, like, this would get out or I would try to get that teacher in trouble. I'd be, like, welcoming it. So that's Oh, the my God. You know. you know what's funny about that, too? Uh -huh. Usually when it's a female teacher, uh -huh. she, like you said, they're usually young and pretty. When it's male teachers that are hooking up with young girls it they're always old and disgusting Creepy. and yeah like yeah, we're the so. hot ones <laughs> yeah so yeah, you're had, like from the I same perspective teacher. you're like well we're the hot dudes yeah <laughs> if, if i had a hot young teacher flirting with me it would have been a different story it wouldn't well, make the news i did have one okay he wasn't flirting with me though but everybody thought he was hot but he okay. was our health teacher which All was right. kind of embarrassing because you know they're yeah, teaching Talking you about, about like health. sex ed and shit. And yeah. Telling you about you know your your nether regions and everything yeah. else like that. So that I could yeah. understand where that'd be confusing, awkward, and conflicting. <laughs> so go on. This is juicy. Uh, you have my full attention. <laughs> no, that was it. That, okay. that was, that was so it. Juicy. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> no. Okay, there's there's one okay, it's not juicy though, it's just embarrassing. Uh -huh. We had like a they were teaching us how to do, um, oh my God, what was it? Like if somebody was choking, not the Heimlich. Jesus Christ. But we had, we <laughs> had like. the freaky realm now. It was, <laughs> Yeah, it was like, there was a big <laughs> dummy. Now we're getting into there choking. Was, <laughs> <laughs> there was a big dummy and it had something like stuck in his mouth and you uh -huh. had to like get it out. And All I was right. like, I'm not doing that. I'm so not then, doing that in front of everybody. So then you did choose to like withdraw when... Alex was choking. <laughs> oh my god, this is not Alex. But I'm bum bad joke. No. I'm saying you said big dummy. That was a, that was a cheap shot at Alex. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're too much. Yeah. Or not enough, depending on <laughs> who you ask. But anyway, <laughs> to move oh along. God. But yeah, I mean, those were some good times, you know, uh, unlike any other that I, that, that, and every generation says, oh yeah, you know, when it was, now, now I find myself, you know, almost like my parents where they would say, when I was your age, blah, blah, blah. And when I was your age, blah, 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 blah. And when I was your age, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter what our parents had to say about when they were our age, we would just be mm-hmm. rolling our eyes and like, motherfucker, we're not. It's not your time. It's not your age. You know, were you, you can- ever our age? Exactly. So you you get exactly what I'm trying to say. So now I, now I feel almost in that position where I could look at the youth and say, you know, when we were in the 90s, this is what we did. But then they're, mm-hmm. they have the same attitude. They're like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you guys were doing in the 90s. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, Your no. parents were always so quiet. Yeah. Uh, I feel like mine were always, like, out there talking to everybody. Your parents were always so quiet. I I had, I don't know how many times I was in your house, in your parents' house. Uh-huh. But I don't remember ever really having a conversation with either one of your parents. Not a not a real conversation. It was just like, hey, Mrs. Yeah. Torres. Hey, Mr. Torres. Like, very formal. And then I'm here shooting shit with your dad. It's like, you know what? Yeah, we were out to Tootsie's the other night. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. And your dad is just like looking. He's like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, and back of mind, he's, th- he's thinking, man, shit, if I was your guy, you guys' age, man, I'd be right there with you. Because like I said, <laughs> yeah. But that's that was the difference. Like, as far as uh boomers go because they would say okay boomer yeah your parents my parents were boomers but your parents were down to earth like i like i said they they knew that at least if i keep this this whatever is going on that i don't fully understand close to home and i try to understand it you know at least I, i i'm there with them with my parents they were more withdrawn because they were like it's from the same generation, but they, they were just introverted as far as that went. They were, like, not trying to relate or yeah. not in give, giving a shit about I relating. I feel like anytime I was there, they were like, who is this girl and why is she <laughs> at my house? <laughs> and, you, and you'd be looking why at them like... Why is she chasing my sons all over the place? <laughs> but in, in the back of their minds, they knew, but it wasn't like they were yeah, doing any great effort to... <laughs> you know, bridge that gap and, and communicate like, ah, hey, Kristen, come on in and blah, 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 and be inviting. But you know what? Do you? Yeah, and nobody ever thought bad about them either. Cause I always, I was always like, oh my God, they're so cute. Yeah. Like they're so quiet, but they're so cute. Yeah, because they <laughs> loved each other and stuff like that. But, and they yeah. were, they had their business in drawn. But, uh, but at the same time, you know, it's like, they, I don't know. My parents were just fucking weird. So you don't, you can't <laughs> like, you can't internalize that and say, you know, that take it personally because at the same time they were the same way with us and we're their yeah. kids. <laughs> You're like, it's not like they're sharing, like your parents were like share, they would share their experiences, talk to you guys openly and all that. They were very progressive parents. My boomer parents were the opposite. Were like, you know, type lip. You know, whatever. Let them fucking figure it out on their own. <laughs> you know, type shit, you know? So Yeah. 
that that's the dichotomy. It's ironic between, you know, boomer parents that are living across the street from each other. It's like, mm -hmm. you know what? I did my dad ever have a conversation with your dad? Because if that ever took place, I, I'd, I have no recollection of it. Oh, my God. If that ever happened, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall. See, that <laughs> and that that confirms what you're saying. It wasn't that that they were just, you know, introverted or not. They weren't trying to be rude just to you. Yeah. It wasn't a personal thing. It was just yeah. that my parents just were type lip type of people. Yeah, they just they just stayed to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And then you remember my next door neighbors, which were very progressive. Those those two old ladies, which I say they're old ladies, you know, and who knows how young they were when we moved in. But they were very progressive because they were, you know, living with each other and they were already a couple. Everybody knew it, but no one thought twice about it. You know, it wasn't like it was a big thing of across the neighborhood. It's like, oh, these two ladies are living together. They're blah, blah, blah. You know, everybody just knew that's the way it was. But but back then, that's the difference between now and all this woke consciousness and progressiveness or whatever. Uh, when we were coming up, like we, it wasn't like we were anti this or anti that. We would observe mm -hmm. something and mind our own business, you know. Yeah. And it wouldn't offend us. It wasn't like, oh, my next door neighbors are this or my next door neighbors are that. It was like, we, yeah, we, they're cool, whatever. We just knew them like the cat ladies because mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they were feeding all their cats and every other cats. And, oh and of God. course, we had this whole breed of cats throughout the neighborhood, thanks to them. But that that was my parents' next door neighbors. And then Steve behind us. I mean, what was your interaction with Steve? Uh, I, I, I don't know if you remember any stuff with Steve and stuff like that. And, uh, or, was, wait, what's Steve? Oh, well, I, 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 I don't want to insult anybody because I know that Steve, you know, is still out and about or whatever. And I don't, but I'll just say it, whatever, Steve, you know, I'm not trying to insult you. If you ever hear this podcast, I'm just talking about the old days, but we used to call Steve penis belly because he had one of those protruding belly buttons. Oh, okay. It's... <laughs> Since you said the nickname, I know who you're talking about. Exactly. I knew I was going to say, well, I have to do a disclaimer. If Steve, if you ever hear this, do not kill oh us. Or uh, I know you're doing it. And he does his rap shit, too. And he has a whole rap career. And I'm not For trying real? to remind the whole. Yeah, he does. He's doing his own thing over there. But I'm not trying. But anyway, yeah, I, I won't repeat it. But now you remember the nickname. But, you know, my brothers used to hang with Steve a whole bunch. Yeah, but I don't think I ever had any interactions with him all right all right because i mean i i mean i had like my friends and then i just hung out with your brothers and i used to hang out at your house for a while because i remember you playing the drums at your house wow. and i used to hang out with sherry all the time because mm -hmm. you know i was a old soul yeah for sure for sure that's why you're <laughs> on the show and your first female guest but yeah, that and that's that. That's what I was trying to say. Is like I was just trying to pick your brain, see if you had any, if I could conjure up, you know, so to speak, dragging the waters and, and drag up some old stories within your mind. But oh my god, you would be, you would be the first. I try bringing, <laughs> I try remembering shit all the time, and I can't. Oh, you know what? One thing I do remember 
My mom always used to say that, I mean, this sounds really fucked up, but you guys all hanging out outside my house. Uh I think now if that were to happen, people would be like, oh my God, why are those guys hanging outside that house? My mom was always like, I felt good that they were outside the house. Cause if, do you remember that was the time that people were like breaking in and doing all the shit to people's houses and my mom was like i "I like everyone being outside because she looked at it like security she was like damn at least these thug ass wannabe niggas are fucking on my side i know they ain't ain't nobody gonna fuck with my house as long as these motherfuckers are thugged out (laughs) on my fucking lawn that's that's good shit and that's it's funny though because like imagine that happening now Oh, like yeah. people would move out of the neighborhood. My mom was like, "No, stay there." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and then the ulterior motives is, but our our motives were pure. Like I said, you, we were hanging out with Mike and Steve. You know, they were mm-hmm. our they were our clique. You know, they were in and and Mike. You know, he would be in and out and all that. But Steve was definitely in. I mean, we were we would always roll thick with Steve and he was mm-hmm. MVP as far as basketball. Cause you know, then those, those motherfuckers used to love to hit the courts and man, uh, Steve, Dan, Danny, my brother, you know, they were always hitting the basketball courts and fucking mm-hmm. doing that shit. And they used to do little tours, you know, they'd go to like all these little schools or whatever. And everybody would do the basketball challenge and stuff. And, and of course, they've shown that in movies but it's real i mean we they used to take i say we but they because that was the thing that i didn't participate in i was like mm-hmm. yeah i was in the music thing and i would hang around everybody but when they You're came like to, i'm just going to play my drums yeah <laughs> but i wouldn't get into the ball playing even though yeah. i'd shoot the shit and drink out hang out with all of them but then we're like okay we're going to go play a game i'd be like okay peace <laughs> catch you on the flip <laughs> I miss those days though, because everybody were good. used to be outside playing, like like you said, either basketball, like down by the pool, or yeah, playing. I don't know. Didn't you guys used to play like tackle football out there on the fucking street? Yeah. See, now your memory's kicking in, and now that's a testament. Because if if I would to say that, you know, it's like, uh, of course, people do that all the time. But yeah, we would be crazy as as fuck. We'd be like playing tackle right on the goddamn street, and we'd be getting yeah. road rash, and you'd see somebody mm-hmm. burn up and bleeding, and we're like, okay, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> Steve. I remember Steve one day playing tackle football, and mm-hmm. he had a fucking cast on his foot. You remember that shit? <laughs> and he was like, we were like, hello, you need your you need clutches, you dumbass. And he's like, no. He would be running on the fucking cast like a dummy. Yeah, but that's how that w- that represented. That's why I said Steve was in the click hard, rolling hard. Like I said, <laughs> Mike, not to take away from Mike, but Mike was more like me, a musician mental, where we, yeah. you know, we wouldn't get into the sports type of thing. We'd just watch everybody else and hang out with everybody else yeah. when they weren't doing sports. Mm-hmm. You know, because they mm-hmm. they're not gonna play ball all the fucking time, and then we'd yeah. be back in. And we're, oh, we're back in this thing. Time out or time <laughs> back in or whatever. And then me and your brother and everybody else would hang out and do other stupid shit, which yeah. we were guilty, very guilty of. I mean, we've done <laughs> so many, we had so many nights of just doing stupid, stupid fucking juvenile shit. You know, but um, that's 
that's how you are when you're when you're that age, you know. And then of course my little my younger brothers, of course, you know, they're looking up to us doing stupid shit and they want to take it up to the next level. And that's how uh-uh. we finally end up got it we got removed from from Carroll City and Miami all together because everybody all split up. Yeah, the whole fucking gang broke up. But um it's funny because when we used to hang out uh, you know, Danny, we I, we we had so many nicknames for Danny. We used to call him Almond Head. We used to call him Drac. Poor guy. Oh but God. he was always a good sport about it. You know, but it, at some time, we would uh, hang out at his house. And all our houses are literally like a uh, stone's throw away from each other. So mm-hmm. it didn't matter. You know, but I, I remember when, when Danny, he his sister gave him a BMW that she that she hadn't. Uh, whatever for whatever reason she had another car she gave him the car and of course the our dumbass loser selves we didn't have a ride we would uh, hitch a ride or we would walk to the next house party or whatever so then <laughs> danny was the first motherfucker with a with a ride you know and then once he got his ride because you i don't know if you remember ivan ivan would come with his fucking ride and he'd be three-wheeling and imitating like um <laughs> back then with the 15 switches like um what do you call it uh hydraulics and oh he'd be God. blasting his bass and ivan would come in cool and shit like that and danny would be like idolizing ivan he'd be like yeah man that nigga come in he got fucking bass he got the drop he got the 16 <laughs> switches and all that and and we had to like envy other dudes that were a little bit older than us that had rides and we were we were stuck walking to go yeah. wherever we had to go. And when Danny got his ride, he acted like everybody else. I remember I was uh, 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 Danny was trying to sneak out the fucking door and get in his his BMW and leave. And I'd be like trying to flag him down. I'm like, Danny, man, where are you going? nigga? <laughs> hey, hey, Danny. And Danny would be like trying to ignore me. And one day I, I, I remember I was flagging him down so hard that he couldn't ignore it. And he put it in stop. And as soon as he stopped, there was a car behind him and fucking smashed into him. Bam. Oh, no. And he looked at me. He was like, dog, see dog. This oh is the m- mother, and he was blaming me, and I was like, "Fuck, man! If you weren't trying to play sneaky weaky, you know, <laughs> this shit would have <laughs> never happened." Shit, I don't want to be trapped in this motherfucker just like you don't. But as soon as he got his ride, that nigga changed real quick too. He was just, like trying to get out the hood and just trying to fucking his buddy, you know, Manny. Him and Manny were real close, and then of course, then you have. Uh, uh, they were uh, cousins, right? Were they cousins? No, but you would think they were blood. It's just because they were like real tight before the everything started. You know, it's like layers of cliques, you know, associations and stuff like that. But no, Danny and Manny, they 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 were like brothers, but they they weren't related. But they were very close. And then, then Louie, of course, Louie, mm-hmm. basketball Louie, you know, he was uh, there. And goggles. It, 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 yeah, exactly. Him and his goggles. <laughs> I'm like, I can't play basketball without my goggles. What the fuck Goggles and didn't he have gloves too? Goggles. Oh I don't remember okay. if he had gloves. Uh, that might have been when they, when they were playing football. Yeah. Because we, I, like I said, that was the one thing that I did get into. It's funny. I wouldn't play basketball, but I would uh, my skinny little ass at the time because I went through a, a, a change. Like when I first got there, I looked like a like the skinny rocker with long hair. 
And then when I was adapting to the environment of the hood, I started lifting weights. I cut my hair and I fucking, I, I, I totally, you know, did a 180 as far as looks. But at that time, uh, um, you know, with Danny and Manny, and D- Danny was trying to take off. And I'm like, where are you going, man? You're just trying to, <laughs> where the fuck are you going, man? And it's ironic because um, with Danny, I was close to him and Danny's dad was in construction. So, and he happened to be one of these, um, the, the, the dudes that do the, the, what do you call it? The, the, um, now I'm stuttering and sounding like a, a retard, but walls, <laughs> like they would tape the walls and finish the walls and all that. And Danny's dad asked me if I wanted a job and I took it. And Danny was so lazy. He didn't want to take any job, including work or whatever. But then I started earning my own money and then I was able to. From that job, I was able to buy my own car. It was a Datsun 310. I know you remember mm-hmm. that motherfucker. But um, I, I went through a little bit of cars back then. It's funny because I, I remember that Danny used to idolize anybody that would come through the hood. And they would have drop, which was bass, which was very big. When when you remember that time, everybody yeah. was like into cars and how you could hook it up. And then mm-hmm. I, I learned how to fucking have thump. Like I, my shit was shaking pictures off the walls and then i would come through and danny would look at me and he would be like dog man turn that shit down we know you got get down and i'd be like fuck you man you're idolizing everybody before this and now all of a sudden i fucking get my shit straight i got this ride now i'm fucking bumping and now you're trying to turn tell me to turn my shit down (laughs) but anyway you know that's just silly ass i love danny hood drama yeah danny amazar i don't know where he's he is now you know i run into his brother every now and then around my way really yeah i'll see him at the 7-eleven it's always the same thing we reminisce like we hadn't seen each other forever and we're like yeah man we got a hook up we exchange numbers and then we forget then about it exactly yeah. and then you know but it's funny but that's daddy's brother his older it's, brother i remember I don't remember his brother or his sister, but I remember everybody's name that used to hang out with you guys. But we haven't seen anybody except, well, I talked to Aileen. I think Steve still talks to Aileen, too. And Javier. I talked to Javier. Oh, my God, Javier. Shit. Now you're really, damn, man. Manny's cousin, Javier. You know what I remember? Okay, that's who I thought was cousins i knew manny was cousins with somebody but i didn't i didn't remember no manny and javier they were cousins and javier you know he he, his dad was a single dad and his dad was cool too because his dad would let him borrow the car and we used to drive all the way to liberty city because javier thought he was hard and shit like that so we'd be like okay whatever it's your car your ride let's go he's like we're going to a strip club in the middle of liberty city and now Mm -hmm. and now you have us sitting there Trying to act hard, smoking our little blunts and shit <laughs> in a strip club in the middle of Liver City. And, and then people that I remember there's this one dude that we had that was hanging with us and he was nervous, but we were oblivious. We didn't know that we probably were under a threat and maybe we would have got killed that night if that if that motherfucker wasn't that nervous. So we're like, man, what? What? It's like, yeah, man, we got to leave. We, we got to get out of here. You know, <laughs> and, and, and we split. But yeah, we had some crazy ass times. That that was Manny's cousin, Javier. You know what I, I, I'll never forget is that at one time, you know, me and Alex, we were always like, 
doing ex- extra sh- type shit. So me and Alex mm-hmm. bought boxing gloves and we were boxing with each other. And of course, the click, Manny, Javier, everybody wanted, everybody wanted to box. And this is before UFC was big. You know, this is like, you know, the where everybody was just getting into that stuff. So, and, and Manny, uh, 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 not Manny, but um, Javier wanted to box Louis, right? And you know, Louis was very tall, so he had these long fucking arms. He puts mm-hmm. on the glo- boxing gloves, and he's sizing up. <laughs> he's sizing up. He's sizing him up and sizing him up and si- sizing up Javier. And, and they're looking at each other, and they're going round, and they're looking at each other, and then Louis just throws this punch, right? And it fucking knocks Javier on his ass, and he fucking slides in my driveway. And it's oh like a classic side. Like, if you were sliding into a home base, but on your ass and backwards, and you could hear, like, the slide, oh Javier just went fucking sliding. And everybody was, like, looking like, whoa. Oh, no. And then after that, Javier just threw down gloves, like, no, nah, dog, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. This is enough. And we're <laughs> But that was, you know, another fucking classic moment where we, we thought we were going to be boxers or UFC fighters. And then and they went toe to toe and and Louis fucking knocked Javier on his fucking ass. But that that was all great times, man. We had, like I said, we had a decent click and we were oblivious to like, you know, that that was like a very harsh environment. Like we we were good hearted kids growing up in the middle of like harsh shit but then you know we adapted and stuff like that and we used to go to parties oblivious like it's a miracle that we're all alive right now because because we could have gotten <laughs> that ourselves... we know of yeah for real i mean because we, we i mean we've gotten ourselves in the middle of shit but but then well, i guess we are always uh, overestimated because we would roll pretty deep and like i said we had our our own little click and then people would be like well i don't know what these niggas are representing i don't know who they're with who they aren't with or whatever yeah and that was that was a big ass group of people that used to hang out over there it wasn't just like five people hanging out it was a lot yeah yeah and eventually i mean yeah as all things do it came to an end 